On this episode of the Real Life Carry podcast, I'm joined by Justin Kippener and Mike Zabel. Kip and I have been working flat out at the course and have plenty to offer in carry stories. Zabel's just back from a trip to Rhode Island, but he's never short of a story himself, and as always, he chimes in with some great input and opinions. This week's stories bring up a number of confessions from us all, including more carry rashes, breaking golfers' clubs, and even their possessions. We never said we were perfect. A lot's been happening recently in the world of golf, and the boys and I discuss the main talking points, including John Ram's dominance, we Rory at the Scottish Open, Bryson DeChambeau splitting with his caddy, and Angel Cabrera going to jail. As always, we conclude the episode with notable mentions, listener mailbag questions, and a new Bell End of the Week winner. If you've got any questions, opinions, or comments, please send them in on social media or via email, podcast at glorifieddonkey.com. Many thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to episode 72. This one's called Even Par, and Zabo came up with that one. Very intelligent. Can you guess where that came from? Well, 72. Episode 72. Yeah. Even Par. So, uh, Genius. Joined, Logical. Joined by uh, Kippena. Yeah, I'm glad to be back. Uh-huh. And it's Zabo fresh from... A little, uh, little vacation, yeah. I mean, I worked so much this year, I figured it was it was time for a couple weeks off. Where'd you go? I went back home to Rhode Island. I hadn't been to Rhode Island where the family's from in probably oh, almost two years. So. Land of the Yanks. No. no. Land <laughs> of the Red Sox. Even I know that. <laughs> Boston Red Sox. Yeah, that's right. Is there any baseball going on right now? Oh, yeah. 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 How, how are the Yankees doing? Oh, come on, Michael. <laughs> Michael, Michael. Oh, okay. It's okay. I, I haven't even been following baseball. I've been working so much, but. So is it regular? But I, I know the Red Sox are doing pretty damn well. Are they? Are they yeah. Oh, yeah. Big, big rivalry between the Red Sox and the New York Yankees, correct? Very much so. Okay. Maybe the biggest in professional sports, including mm, soccer. Oh, behave yourself. Nothing comes close. <laughs> Nothing comes close. Uh, Zabo, have you done any work since you get back? I have done work. I've worked the last two days. So I've done two loops in two days carrying bags. Ooh. And uh, let me tell you, caddy ass is a real thing. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, finally. <laughs> I get ripped yeah. in this for how many weeks? And then all of a sudden, no, yeah. It's a real thing. I mean, it, it exists. And it, when you haven't been working in a while and get back into that routine, especially if you're carrying bags, you know, you're carrying two bags and things rub together. And when things rub mm-hmm. together, there's friction. friction. And where there's friction, there's sometimes chafing. So you're telling me I have currently going on a caddy callus. <laughs> that's what you, yeah see you got it worked up and yeah it's fresh it doesn't wow. uh, it doesn't bleed anymore does it? <laughs> oh that's good to know yeah. uh, uh, well it's funny little you gold that. bond fixes everything though well my pal spence was in town and he said to me sounds like you have the wrong underwear and he gave me a ton of his that his his legs are too big i was and i put them on and i thought how does he know that these are too small for him yeah, he had them on, and I just put oh, them straight man. on. Yeah. So, what were you thinking? Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. something you don't share. Yeah, well, <laughs> well maybe you do, but I don't. I Sh- mean, sharing under. I, well, listen, this is you know self self uh, self mutilation, self deprecating. No problem with that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, ever since that, no problems on my own. I was clearing out my bib the other day, and I took the face cream out. Oh, the the. Quote unquote face cream. Face yeah, cream. Yeah. yeah. Remember, I'm, I'm, you, I don't know if you. you I don't heard think that he's here for no. that one, but yeah. No, I so said the guy, I had face cream because it was the only kind of cream I had in the house. Yes. So I threw it in the back of the golf cart and the player saw it and he <laughs> says, oh, I didn't have you down as, say, 
like metrosexual type face cream and I was like mate it's not for my face <laughs> <laughs> it's not where I put that oh no but okay so you're suffering from the from caddy caddy yes yeah it's, but wow. I'm back I'm working I'm, I'm ready to get the callus, calluses built back up too. yeah did you play any golf in Rhode Island you know, I did play golf, which is funny because I played with uh, my cousin's cousin's husband at my course. I grew up playing quite a bit, so I was feeling great. I've been practicing all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to shoot even par. It's going to be great. And we're playing with these two local Rhode Island hacks. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're playing the whites and we're playing the blues. At Just random, six, random two guys. Random, random two guys. And they're like, oh, wow, you're going to play the blues? And the whites are 6,000 yards. The blues are, I think, 6,200 yards. They're like, oh, wow, you're stepping it back wow. to the blues. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think I can handle it. You know, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm a three handicap. I think I'll do it. I didn't tell them that, but I'm like, yeah, I think I can handle it. And I proceed to shoot a smooth little 47 on the front. Oh. <laughs> Did yeah. any of those two guys beat you? The oh, they waxed me on the front. Yeah, I, I, they both of them. I mean, they, yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, I felt like a, a jackass. But it was, would, it was fun to, to get back there to my home course. Would you shoot in the back nine? I shot I shot uh, thirty nine, but in the course's defense, the the back nine's a par thirty four, so <laughs> it wasn't that good. It wasn't like I was thinking over. It was bad. I I played awful, and uh, yeah. Was it weather bad or something? No, weather was perfect. Were you shanking? Yeah, yeah. Were you shanking it? Shanking chips? No, 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 no. I'm not shanking it anymore. I told you, I fixed that problem. Fixed that I'm just, problem. I'm playing bad golf. I've been practicing at. I'm I'm just like the players we caddy for. I'm hitting it great at the range. I'm pure in it. I, I sit there on the, I practice chipping for like, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes every day when I'm in town and every chip shot, I'm sticking, you know, three, four, two feet, chipping them in. And then I get on the course and no bueno. I don't know if I believe that bullshit where players are like, I was hitting so good on the range. No. I just don't believe it. I, I mean, believe, well, I don't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I was hitting it 240 and no, I was drawing like, it on the range. I'm like, no. you've never drawn a ball in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a guy tell me, he says, oh, you probably hear this all the time. I was like, yeah. Let me guess. You were hitting it really well yeah, in the range. Yeah, He's yeah, like, oh, exactly. yeah, well, uh, but I was. I actually was. I'm of like, course sure. you were. No, you never hit the ball well in your life. Um, in Scotland, do you have to go to the range and hang out with the players, then go to the course? No. Because I know some resorts do that. There was Aberdeen, Trump Aberdeen course. That was sort of expected of you. And so you had to sit there and just watch some guys slap it for half worst. hour? It's the absolute yeah. worst. Oh, I, God. You're like, oh, I got a caddy for this hat. Yeah, it's... I the other courses you worked, Mike, have you had to do Yeah, that? but you know, the courses the courses I worked, my previous courses, uh, were were members courses. So yeah. more often than not, they were A, either good players or I knew them from before. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I I would have to say it's the worst part. Maybe the maybe that place in South Carolina I worked as well. We might have had to meet them in the range. Yeah, and, was it secession? Yeah, yeah I worked yeah, at yeah. secession. That yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. I always used to so growing up caddying, we used to always have the same set of patter going down the first, the second. And you always say to the boys, oh, how's your guy? How's it going? And you're like, oh, you've used up the first four holes of content because he's yeah. not a talker. Wouldn't it be great if you got fired from the job on the range? Yeah, it has happened. <laughs> definitely, definitely happened. That, Especially I'd, over there, the caddy's too drunk. He can yeah. a mile away. Right. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, but yeah, no, I, it was part of caddying in the tour, which was horrible as well. Just standing there, pretending to to work to clean the clubs. To, oh, would you like a bottle of water? I'll take forty minutes to try and get a bottle of water. <laughs> oh, absolutely horrible. Uh, Kevin, have you been working hard? Yep, um, probably the most I've worked in your life. Borderline close to it, other than my 
my very first year when I was super hungry and kind of broke. Wow. I worked, you know, a ton that year, but it's been so good and so profitable and it's just, it's been easy. So as they say, make the hay while the sun shines. So that's what I've been doing. I mean, six, seven days a week, going twice some days. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not my favorite, but hey. Any memorable loops in, in recent weeks? No, it's just been mostly the old slappers off the bench. I don't think I've had a single-digit handicap other than the couple of guys I had very recently. It's been a while just seeing really bad golf. Well, I, I, I had a group of boys last week, lovely lads, former college golfers with Alex, Paul, and Lane. Alex is an English guy, and we, you know, really, really nice lads. But I'd realized for two months leading up to that i think i actually mentioned this to you zabo mm-hmm. was i hadn't carried for anyone with a good short game so when you're carrying for someone oh, with God. a good short game it's you don't mind them missing a greens because normally they'll chip it inside gimme range yeah yeah and for two months i didn't have i'm reading putts every single time i'm having to read the putt because the guy misses the green and he hits it to six feet doesn't yeah. hit it two feet six inches and it was finally nice to have a group of guys who could play. And almost every single time these boys, especially Alex and Lane, every time they, they missed the green, I didn't have to take the yeah, putter out. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not having chip to be Chip it to two feet, pick it up, yes. it's good, yeah. But I was the first time in two months. Yeah, Just, it's frustrating. And then you is. get the guys, they, they hit it all day, and they're chipping it to six feet, and they're, they can't even sniff where you're telling them to hit it. That's the most frustrating part. Like, And they know it, you know, hit it here. And they're like, oh, I pushed it, I pulled it. It's like. Yeah. At some point, maybe you'll, you'll hit one where I tell you. But. Actually, talking of England, Alec being from England, right now there's a, a big European Championship football thing going on. and Oh, I thought you were going to say the Scottish Open. That, that's coming later. Yeah, okay. But this guy, I was carrying for these boys, Luke and Harlan. Kippen, I had them the day before, couldn't do it the next day, so I worked for them. And again, really nice boys. And this boy, Luke, it was just before England played Scotland and Luke was asking me about the whole England-Scotland rivalry and there was this other old guy in the group and I think he had a, I don't know if he had a hearing aid or should have had a hearing aid, but have you ever been out there and it was just, we're having this conversation and I'm just about to go into it and this guy just walks up and he says, hey, 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 what's that other resort next to St Andrews? <laughs> just direct, right in the middle. Myself, Luke, Harlan were looking at each other just like, that actually happened. And I was wow. like, Kings Barnes. And he's like, no, no. <laughs> then, then he just walked off. Went, went off to, you know. Wait, was this guy in your group? He was, he was in your group. He was like the, the, the third and the fourth guy of the group. Gotcha. And he, it, just, he just figured, since you're from Scotland, you're talking oh, about everything. soccer. Um, Let's yeah. ask him what the resort is next to St. Andrews. <laughs> yeah, that's, hey. It's the, it's the big damage, you know. We'd, I had another guy in from Texas. He was a single. I had another couple of lads. I'll, I'll mention them later. They were in from Texas. All, all these people from Texas, because this is Texas month in California. Cause it's, yeah. yeah, this and October, yeah. So it's so yeah. sweaty out there right now. Mm-hmm. It's the people oh, yeah, coming out here. Sure. But they, they just get wet dumps off the bench. You know, like, or not off the bench, um, the other people they played with, like your boys in Rhode Island that are off the whites. Yeah, yeah. It is such a minefield. We've spoken about it several times before that over where I'm from, you, if you're a single. Yeah, you, you know, don't have to play with anyone. They probably won't pair you up with anyone over here. Yeah, it's it's a crapshoot. You never know who you're going to get paired with. And uh, yeah, 
I had one actually my my first week back yesterday, and it was it was uh, a double in two singles, and then uh, it turned out they didn't have a single, another single. So the the other caddy was a brand new caddy. I said, "Hey man, would you be okay carrying two? And he's uh, he's like, "Yeah, I'm fine with that." And uh, so I asked the guy he's caddying for who's already paid for his services. I was like, "Would you be okay if uh, if, if this caddy carried another bag? You know, you get a little refund on on." some of the extra money he paid and he looked at me he goes he put his head down and he's like yeah i'm okay with that and i could tell he wasn't so i was like nope don't worry about it he'll carry your bag that's fine and thank god he didn't take the other bag because this guy i mean he was like you said the wet dump barely played golf in his life he said it was the that maybe the sixth time he's ever played golf oh and, boy and i mean if that caddy was carrying two bags, that guy would have got the worst level of service mm-hmm. ever. I mean, was it just, one of the because we have the fresh crop of newcomers? Oh, it was, the, it was it was a fresh crop. Oh, yeah. I've been seeing some fantastic yeah. caddying. <laughs> Old Zabo grabbed eighteen uh, flagsticks that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's tough to look back. You know, after being in the game so long, I was like, was I really yeah, that bad? I mean, I don't think I was ever that bad though. No, there. I tell you what, and and I I've seen a lot of the complaints, and they they are not good. I mean, we could we could probably devote a podcast episode to the to compl- Oh, could we do dude. that? I mean, mm. I, that would there, be there fun. There are some that you just wouldn't believe, wouldn't believe. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's I'm gonna make sure I'm here for that podcast. Yeah, yeah you're, <laughs> I mean, there, it's a combination. I think in scraping the barrel, and you know, they need bodies, and sometimes that's what they're doing. They're hiring bodies. They're not hiring knowledgeable knowledgeable caddies. I think that the the level of training needs to be improved. The, the number of uh, shadow loops should be increased. The first couple of months, you should be paired up with veteran caddies. Exactly. Yeah, and you I, can't send out two, two new guys together. I mean, it just, they need to tier, have a tier system yeah. where it's either just a bad carrier and then a caddy. Like Kipana, you'd probably be the bad caddy still. Uh, yeah, I mean... I could, he's I, approaching uh, the junior caddy. It would go from bag carry. To I'm hoping caddy. to move up. <laughs> Big Tony. Well, he would. He he's would definitely be a bag carrier, yeah. a different color of bib. But yeah, there's there's some really great stories out there where you're just in. Oh, have you been out here before? No, I've never seen the course before. Yeah, and you're going. You haven't seen the course. Well, I've had caddies skip holes where they miss. Like mm. there's like a little bit of neck where you have a hole that's kind of tucked away around a corner. They completely have missed holes, like iconic holes. Yeah. Well, I, I, one a belter that happened to me six or seven years mm-hmm. ago. I remember this one because Zabo came to my house for dinner that night, <laughs> and it was a Tiger Woods Foundation. Yep. I, I was I was in that same tournament, and yeah. I wasn't very familiar with when a shotgun start with that tournament. I just yeah, go yeah. go with your story, but same thing. I, I, so these guys, you know, big hitters from all over the country. <laughs> they come in, or you know, they pay a bunch of money. They they get a, a clinic with woods for 15 minutes then he flies out and they stay for three days so i had worked for them the first day then they said oh can you come across to the country club and i'm like okay yeah no problem and i'd only been there in 2008 yeah. once for the at&t and as a veteran you always say they say been out here oh yeah i've been out here a bunch oh, so yeah. you gotta oh, play yeah. it off oh, oh yeah i'm times. out here all the time i know yeah. this course like the back of my hand i, I don't know as well as the other ones yeah but, you know, exactly i know, I know exactly. what i'm doing and then first hole second hole third hole and the third's a wee par three and i take the guys to the next the closest tee and they, they look at me and they went this doesn't seem right and i'm thinking yeah you're right you this, and me both yeah this doesn't seem right and the fact that there's a 
sign behind saying 18 would prove that it was definitely the wrong hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I palmed it off. I said, oh, no, 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 you know what? This this is the championship key for, for the fourth. <laughs> and they went, oh, right, okay. And then one of them mutters, he says, it seems strange to have a tee box <laughs> that hits over a road <laughs> and two hedgerows. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, no. During the tournament, and <laughs> they, they close the streets. Better <laughs> uh, move. Yeah, we, well, yeah, you always have to have an excuse. Then we got to the green that day. These greens are lightning. They're like putting oh, ice. Always at that course, yeah. And we, it's a scramble. So the first guy hits, I say, hit it 70%. Whee! Mm-hmm. Off the green. Next one I went, hey, let's, let's 40%. Whee! <laughs> off the green. We finally hit the ball six inches and... Yeah, he got it inside gimme, but wow, yeah, that was that was pretty poor. Yeah, uh, taken to the wrong tee, but yeah, the right now for anyone that un- uh, you know who's listening, where we're working, a bunch of people either left, found a different career yeah, over the last twelve months. There's a lot of new guys. Hopefully, yeah. you got an earlier tee time, or you know a caddy or two out here. Yeah, yeah, we can uh, we can push you in the right direction. One thing I'd wanted to talk about, and I'd forgotten about this three weeks ago. There's a guy called Mark Turner. He he's a podcast listener he lives in gilbert arizona and he's a single i'm carrying for him and he's got one of those little mono carts you know just the wee what do you call them just the one one man buggy the singlet oh the solo oh, the, rider yeah. the solo yeah. rider yeah yeah, yeah yeah he's got the solo rider and so and he's got full access to the course yeah of course so i'm doing a single you're doing a single for the solo ride. I'm doing a single oh, for the that's solo. Like the dream loop of the year. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and but you know yourself. Sometimes you feel when you're doing singles, you yeah. feel really lazy, and then when you're doing that, not even carrying a bag, you think, "Wow, this is does this look as though I'm doing nothing?" <laughs> can, can you drive those little singles right on the green up to the front edge? Up to the front edge. I uh, think you can. Like, if because isn't that yeah. why that chair spins yeah, in it? And you can. Yeah. You uh, can if they have to. If they're like paraplegic. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Parapolitic, gee. You ever had one of those loops? I have not, but I've seen it out there, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is the easiest job in the world, right? All I'm having to do is clean a ball, you know, shoot the yardage. That's it. And I said to him, I said, uh, some wisecrack about I'm working hard as I'm pulling his putter out of the bag because it's kind of pointing towards him. And I'm trying to pull it out, but he's got one of those... Um, grips on the big thick yeah grip. the giant jumbo yeah the big giant jumbo and they get caught in the bag as it's coming out Ooh, yeah. and, I, and i dropped the club on the cart path oh and chipped the putter oh like the putter face <laughs> yeah. oh tell oh, me it wasn't like a was sky nice no it was, a, it was a rossi two from 1996 oh, okay. uh, well yeah. but we already had a couple of chips now it, it, it had a few dings on it yeah. and it happened right in front of him i was like oh, oh no. and uh the week after English Alex, I'm pulling a wedge out of his bag from the cart and it hits me in the underside of the brim of my hat <laughs> and falls in the, you know, ricochets and then falls in the cart path. Chipped that one as well, twice in a week. I've dropped wow. many a putters on a cart path throughout the years. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. Uh, but I've seen another caddy who had the two bags on a cart and he's kind of a lackadaisical guy. He's not paying attention. He forgets the strap in the bags on the cart. <laughs> He takes off, pulls down a hill, 
The clubs fly off. Oh, yeah. The driver head breaks off the club. Oh, it starts no. rolling down the carpet. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, I was like, so uh, not only is the shaft now broken it, from the club head, the it, actual it, club it, is all dinged yeah, up from rolling yeah. down the carpet. I didn't even think about that. That's part. the double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got it reshafted, but it's all dinged up. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever broken a club? I think oh. you told me about this one. So. No? This this is actually confession time, which is, uh-huh. I don't know if I should tell this story, because this guy I know for sure listens to the podcast, and he's going to remember this. But this was like, <laughs> Doc Mike Weiss, you're listening, I know you are. This was like one of the first years I caddied for you, and I know you remember this. I remember exactly where it was, because I felt awful about it, but I didn't own up to it. So we're on the, <laughs> we're on the sixth hole. We're on the sixth hole at the big course, and we're up by the green, and he's chipping up, and I have his putter in my hands, and putter covers on and i put the the butt end of the grip on the ground and i'm kind of leaning on it oh. so i'm leaning on it and i feel crack oh no like inside the shaft breaks inside the grip oh. and he chipped it up to about two feet so i was like oh that's perfect i put the putter back in the bag so we get up to the next hole he get he goes to get his because he's on a golf cart he goes to he hits the green goes to the cart gets the putter out of the bag he's feeling the putter he's like Oh, my putter's broke. My putter's broke. I'm like, oh man, I wonder what, how that happened. Like the shaft, like I felt awful, but I didn't didn't own up to it. It was like his favorite putter too. And I can't believe I, he's gonna hear this too. I'm I'm sorry, Doc, that this happened, but I broke your putter that time. I was leaning on it. It was a really old putter, though. In my defense, it was old, and it like was it was bound to break. And yeah, uh, what were you kept? Have you damaged or broken? Clubs I don't think or? I've ever damaged anybody's equipment. No. Maybe their ego is not equipment. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, really? I do have a tendency to lean on putters when you're just standing there. Though. Yeah. Well, after that story, I hope you don't anymore. <laughs> I don't think I will. Well, wasn't it a caddy when you that started bending someone's Scotty? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, sometimes in the caddy profession, you get some unstable folk. You do. Yes. And so. this guy was. He has this website where he's dedicated to playing only persimmon clubs and lambskin wrap grips. <laughs> he's just an odd, weird dude. And he's caddying for this guy with this Circle T Scotty Cameron putter. Ooh. You know, $1,000 Ooh, putter. Yeah, and he's, he's going with him. He goes, the loft and lie of this putter is off. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? I got this out of the studio from Scotty Cameron's studio. He goes, the, the loft and lie is off. I'm telling you. The then caddy told who yeah. told us. Then caddy. we're on the 18th green. We're getting done with the round. He takes it. He puts his foot on it, bends it. And he says, I fixed it for you. <laughs> no way. Yes. No. He was yes. fired the next day. The fire from the, the resort? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Those, I mean, depending on what circle T, that's potentially, you know, a five, ten, twenty thousand dollar putter. Yes. That's crazy. Dude, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. I fixed it for you. Yeah, fixed. God, I got to go. You need to tell me who that caddy is later. I will I tell you later. Oh, yeah. You uh, won't be surprised. I'm sure I won't. Yeah. Listen, I, I was once driving around a cart around the corner and iPhone, or oh, it was a Samsung, flew out the cart. Boom. Busted. Busted. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Seen it a couple of times. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. It's been there too. And I, I, I've played that one off too. Sometimes yeah. you just got to play it off. Like, sorry, I don't know what happened. Well, you constantly tell people here. No, I don't think that's a good place to put that. I don't think that's good. No, I, you know, put it in the the bottom of the the, the sort of shelf in the golf cart. Yeah. No, well, they put it on like there's always towels yeah. up front. Oh, there's put a on sandwich. Towel. Breakfast the screen will just slide right off. Yeah, breakfast burrito. We'll just put it on top of that. 
that ha- that's how it happens to yeah. me. It was a it was a Samsung. It's about four years ago. It was brand new and off the off the curb. Wow. Oh, sorry, mate. But I, I was like, well, not really my fault, is it? Yeah. You ever seen sorry that? About your luck. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to lead him into a story, right? Well, we, we have one caddy here who is he's boisterous. He's super high energy. Just one? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he likes to rip around and drive and take sharp corners and pretend he's like he's like he's cool. But, oh, I know that caddy. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. And there's an iPhone sitting right on the thing, and I was telling him all day, "Hey," because I was catching rides with him because I was carrying bags. I was like, "Let me hop in." I was like, hey, watch that guy's phone. It's going to fly out. What does he do? Four holes later, flies around the corner. The thing flies like it was shot out of a gun down the car path. And the, the, the whole screen of the phone was so webbed, like you couldn't read a text. I'm surprised it turned on. Hey, you, Sorry, bro. Do you think he'll notice? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, while we're uh, confessing here, I was on the first hole uh, last week. I'm doing a four caddy. And. A gun, a gun at about 106 yards, and the guy guns it himself, and he's like, I got 120. And I was like, that sounds like your thing's busted, mate. And he goes, oh, are you sure? And he, he says, is you, are you sure it's in yards and not meters? Yeah, that's logical. And I, and I looked at him, and like, who do you think you're dealing yeah, yeah, with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in well, meters, wasn't he, it? He proceeds <laughs> to hit the shot. And he hits it to five feet. And then I look back at my rangefinder. It was in meters. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't own up to that one. Because well, I was like, oh, yeah. I'd made such a deal about, you know, yeah, how yeah, dare yeah, you yeah. actually. Yeah, who do you think you're talking yeah. to? How yeah. dare you? You don't think I can tell a 20-yard difference by eye? Do you understand the guys who will double gun? Like, you'll be standing r- literally butt cheek to butt cheek, shoot it with the oh, laser, God, yeah. give him the number, then he takes his own laser out and shoots it. I'm like, you yeah. think I'm lying to you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Maybe yards and meters. Yeah. Right? Yeah, these guys from Texas really are playing meters. (laughs) I came up with a new term this week. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The UK listeners, Canada, Australia, probably play more along the rules of golf. Mm -hmm. So we always say, what what do you call a mulligan in Scotland? Three off the tee. (laughs) But where we we work, the resorts, etc., it's always you have your breakfast ball, you have your mulligan, you have your front nine par three mully. You go, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You go, you go. Birthday you, mully's very common. Birthday yeah. lunch, a birthday dinner. anywhere in the group in the next 12 months. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I made birthday at six, so I get yeah. a mully in seven. Birdie mully. Yeah. And then you have your uh, back nine mully. Of course. 10th tee, 18th tee. You can also have your front nine carry over back nine mully. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You, that's, that's, you, that's a must. That's yeah. a must. Yeah. So these guys are playing this tournament thing, and and, and you could buy a mulligan, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you buy a mulligan. You never seem to use it unless yeah, yeah. You, this you, this guy was called uh, Gary Tish, and he hits one and he goes. He says, "Should I hit another one? Should I use my mully?" I said. Hit a provisional mulligan. <laughs> yeah, the provisional mulligan. The provisional yes, yes, mulligan. Absolutely. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it's better, then you take it. If yeah, it's that's not, it genius. Count. That was classic. Provisional mulligan. The provisional mulligan. Absolutely. We've, we've, we've absolutely bastardized the game into <laughs> oh, of course, taking yeah. a provisional mulligan. So that was pretty amusing. That That's my favorite mulligan of all, the provisional mulligan. Because if you didn't <laughs> yeah. hit it better than the first one, it doesn't count and you get to keep the mulligan. Exactly. 
I was also telling a player about how on WhatsApp I was able to work out how to speed up someone's voice. How to speed yeah. up someone's voice? Yeah, you press one times one and a half times oh, two. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he wasn't interested either. <laughs> <laughs> it tends to happen to me a lot. I'll like, just sometimes go off the ball, you know, like, yeah. and then I, people look at me going, shut up. Uh, I'll tell you that the highlight, if anyone can actually hear in the background, we've got a huge motorbike festival in Pacific Grove this yeah. weekend, which I'm over Those the moon motorcycle about. Motorcycle Pacific Grove bandits. It's oh. nice when you live right on the downtown avenue. Yeah, yeah on both sides. So you yes. can, yeah, we get them into the town and out the town. Uh, highlight of um, my my last couple of weeks was caddying for a couple of guys from Austin, right? Richard Pounds and Eric Schultenover, right? <laughs> One more time. Eric Schultenover. Schultenover. Schultenover, right. But Richard Pounds, what do you call someone that's Richard? Dick Pounds. Yeah. Dick Pounds, <laughs> <Dick laughs> yes. 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 Dick Pounds. His middle name's ha- Harry. Sorry, Harry. <laughs> he literally, his middle name is Harry. No, Dick Harry Pounds. Wow. No, his parents. I am not. His parents had a sense of humor. <laughs> or something. He's from Austin, Texas. Um, he's a special ed, you know, teacher. Yeah, L- it's legit. Wow, Richard Pounds, Richard Harry Pounds. That's awesome. And uh, Dick Pounds. That'd be Dick the Pounds. worst name to have as a school teacher, too. You know, <laughs> young Pounds, kids. Dick. <laughs> well, you know, he's he he is accepting of it now. Because he's lived with it all of his life. Oh God! But um, tormented as a kid. Well, in Scotland, we we used to have the uh, Kaylee dancing every uh, December. <laughs> Kevin is looking at me like, "What's that? What the yeah. hell are you talking about?" <laughs> I was going to pretend like I knew what you're talking about, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, what is that? Did I tell you I've been able to work out how to speed up WhatsApp messages? <laughs> it, so a Kaylee is a dance. It's Scottish dancing. You put on your kilt and you throw people around the room. And is it like the dancing the Irish do where they're kicking their feet around like that? Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That just like spot on. So it's called a Kaylee. And back in the day, the name gay referred to someone being happy. Still does. It still, yeah. still kind of does. But you know. Yeah, yeah. That's not what 13, 14, 15 year olds in Scotland would say. So there was the, a, there's a tune called the Gay Gordons. <laughs> you know? So nice. I know how Dick Pounds feels because yeah. everyone yeah, thought they're yeah. the first one that ever come up with that one. Oh man! Yeah, it was uh, it was absolutely classic. And the PE teachers when I went to school hated me. Two of them did. So they uh, they always made a point of <laughs> playing the Gay Gordons. But uh, anything else, boys? Kip. Oh, actually, no. You know what? Kip and what? I just did a job. It was fantastic. Oh yeah. Yeah. This is Chris and the Mexicans and the Banditos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Chris from Nashville and the Mexican Mafia. Oh, and phenomenal. I've known this gentleman now for over a decade. One of my favorite loops of the year. It's debauchery. It's people coming unhinged. It's money being bet and a language barrier that they don't, <laughs> that they don't mind that you just completely rub in that they don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> well, one of them. You, you said Chris is one of them. Well, right? Chris, no, he enjoys watching us. So it's Chris can, is, he, he's American. He's American, American and yeah. three Mexican guys. Three Mexican guys, you know. And it, it was it was a good time. Gordon and I had a really fun two days. Yeah, I, I was working for Fernando and Cesar. Ah, and see. To, to, um, Kip and I had told me, listen, the, the level of golf appalling. And I'm going, compared to every other day that I work and I'm caddying yeah, for these professionals. Yeah, come on. <laughs> come on. 
But honestly, we had these boys playing some of the best golf maybe of the really? life. Well, you know, how often, Mike, where you see a ball like a really close call to somebody getting hit, like in how many months do you see like a super close call? Of somebody getting like tagged by Just a like really close. Well, I'd say usually spread out, but lately I've been seeing a lot of close calls. That's because you've been hitting the shots. <laughs> <Good point. laughs> we didn't need to say that, but yes, that's true. That is true. I like to hit people when I shank it. But these guys were so awful. We had three that, no, four, because you almost got hit uh, driving the car. Oh, jeez. That we're talking yeah. buzzing people's heads. I thought you were just telling me the level of golf was actually good. Well, <laughs> well, no. Well, it was it was better than when I first met. Like, there, <laughs> not every shot was like that. Every shot was like that in the beginning, and then Gordon coached them up to a point where nice. it was like going in the air towards the green. Was he twenty five percent of the time by the end? Did he oh, pick up yeah. some, oh, did you know some Spanish? <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we picked up a lot of terms. Yeah, uh, cerveza, dos, tres, <laughs> Madrid, Barcelona, uh, carnitas. Yeah, so, see. But no, there was a boy called Roman, and I was putting bets on with him for two days. It was absolutely brilliant. Uh, and yeah, just a great laugh. And you know what's so funny, though? Fernando, this boy, in the first day, he, he, he points at Kipper and goes, hey, tell Mallet to, to get out of the way. <laughs> right? So I, 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 of course, love this. So yeah. I go up to Kip and I'm like, hey, Fernando just called you the mullet. And he's like, he did, did he? So Kippenham walks up to the next green, it's a par 3, 12, and he walks straight up to me and says, oh, so you called me the mullet, huh? <laughs> and Fernando looks at me as if I'd like... Ratted just, him out. Oh, like, oh he was so yeah. disappointed. Like, like he was in the mob and you gave him up like, to the yeah, FBI. Yeah. Like, come on, I was, man. I was like, whoa, it was banter, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, we've just spent 11 holes building this good relationship, and now I've just... Kippen has destroyed it. Yeah. So Kip good says, Kip. And you know, Kip's got a nice, he's got a good yeah. mane, a nice mullet. Yeah, he's no, he's no uh, man bun, but he, yeah, he's working on it. He says, fine, take your hat off too. Ooh. Oh, I was, uh, I was, I was thinking in my head, oh. I can't wait to see this bald son of a bitch's hat. <laughs> is he, is he bald? And then I was like, come on, Fernando, let me peel that hat back. Let me see what you're working with there. Yeah, yeah. He pe <laughs> peels his hat back. He maybe had the nicest really, hair I've ever, yeah. beautiful, had a little streak of gray in there like he planted it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. He was setting you up. Yeah, he wanted <laughs> oh, to show up. Yeah, that yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. That was good. That was great. So Imagine but, if you had man bun, what he would have said about oh, man bun. Oh, I tell you what, the email and the text, everyone's going bananas about man bun. He's, he's a real podcast crowd favorite. Yeah. Um, Ladies love them too. They do. Um, so perfect. Boys, do we have uh, anything else to add before? Because we got a lot to talk about in the uh, pro golf talking points. Oh, I'm sure other things will come up. Let's Sounds move good. Along. I do. We'll move on to that now. Four. So there is a lot been going on in the, the professional ranks of golf. The first thing I want to talk about and a lot of people want to hear about is uh, John Ram. It seems to be in a league of his own right now. Well, I mean, we talked about him quite a bit after the... Did, did we talked about his uh, win at the Open, didn't we? Uh, yeah, but I'm talking about he's gone to Scotland and he's currently leading that oh, tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, you got to be looking at it and saying, this guy... Because the tournament where he had to withdraw... And the next yeah, one he was, was the, running away with that. Yeah. He was leading by six oh, strokes. No question, he would have won that. Wins yeah. that one, yeah. you know. He's and going then, through one of those streaks that you see, you know, players go through. You'll see a handful of them a decade. The speed streak. Dustin Johnson had a streak like mm -hmm. that. You know, McElroy, McElroy had a streak. 
And Tiger this Woods. could be the start of like one of those streaks where he's the dominant player for yeah. a two-year period. Mm-hmm. Well, he grew up in, next to the ocean or the seaside, so he knows Lynx golf. Yeah. And he's going to get into that. I think it's Royal St. George's in a couple of weeks they mm-hmm. play. So is he it, has is to it, go is in. Is that not next week? Yeah, you know what? It's yeah, next it's week. Next yeah, week, it's, yeah. It's got, sorry, what am I talking about? I, I forget what dates it is. You yeah. know, every, every every day is the same. It's Groundhog Day. So um, he probably, looking at who's at the top I of the like leaderboard, he probably goes in. I wonder what his week. odds are, his betting odds. Oh, it's got to be pretty good. Yeah. He'll, he'll be like an eight to one favorite or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we could be looking at the, the John Ram era because nobody mm-hmm. seems to be as consistent. I saw a stat you now. People want to talk about Tiger Woods' win stat. Mm-hmm. It was the John Ram top ten stat, something like seventy percent. Wow, it's really? insane! In tournaments, he's played at seventy yeah. percent. Yeah, wow. that's incredible. His incredible. swing is really short, compact. There's not a lot of ex- extra stuff going on with it. I mean, if he can hit the ball as far as he can with that abbreviated swing, and you know, chip and putt like he does, he's gonna win tournaments. He's built like I mean, a horse as well. He's certainly going to be the favorite going into next week. I mean, yeah. Now, another thing that you mentioned the Scottish Open, it's been played at a place called North Berwick, or as Americans say, Berwick. Yeah. But it's Berwick. What part of the country is that in? It's up by Edinburgh. So it's northeast. Have yeah. you been there? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the course looks tremendous. I saw some drone footage of it. It looks absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it does actually. The uh, the, the fans, is, is it a kind of a rough Scottish crowd that lives in that area? I saw some of the action with the fans. I mean, I'm sure you saw what happened with Rory and the guy. I mean, this is unbelievable. This is what's blown up all over Twitter. I mean, so. It was crazy. So Ram is on the 10th tee with Rory McIlroy. Their caddies are there. They're having a bit of banter back and forth very early in the morning. And all of a sudden, some guy just walks on at the tee, takes a wedge or an iron like out of a driver. No, or was he took it, he took the driver cover, yeah, the three yeah. head cover gotcha. off one club, grabs an iron, and then <laughs> walks to the other side of the tee. Yeah, and he then he puts the head cover. It looked like a tiger, but it looked like some sort of animal. Yeah, and he put it standing up, and then took a stance as if he was going to hit it. <laughs> at which point, finally, I think. Yeah, I mean the starter came across. Ram, says, Ram, I mean Ram looked over. Rory looked at his caddy, Harry. Like, and Harry looked on? at him, and they looked at, and they're like, do, do, they, Harry kind of almost like started stepping to the guy, and then I think he thought better of it. He's like, well, I want to step towards this crazy guy with a golf club in his hand. So yeah, they let the. Uh, you think he was hammered? I mean, it is early in the morning in Scotland, so yeah, oh, it is Scotland, so you quite never know. quite easy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, we actually got an email, and it was going to be one of the questions, but. I may as well ask this question because it's kind of pertinent. Um, are you as sh- this comes from John Day. Are you as shocked as I am that the caddy didn't walk right over there and grab the uh, the boss's iron and head cover? Isn't keeping track of the 14 precious clubs a big part of the tour caddy's job? I realise the fan wasn't playing with a full deck, but I'm shocked that the caddy let anyone that close to the bag. I, I think he was playing with a full deck. He just had a full case of <laughs> lager. I breakfast. mean, I, I if I'm doing anything, I'm I'm not. If I'm walking over there, I'm gonna have another club in my hands. because yeah. Who knows what this guy's intentions? Well, are. that's what you said. He says, what would you guys have done? I mean, even with resort play, if somebody started going near my players' bags, I'd be like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get away from yeah. that guy's equipment. Yeah. No, I, I think that was on I tour. I mean, that's ten times the pressure. I think they shot that. themselves. Yeah. 
For sure. I mean, that that's it's just very bizarre in an odd situation. That's not something. How long's McElroy been with the, his caddy? How long's that partnership been going? Oh, uh, three, four years now. At least, that's, yeah. That's his best man. And, and uh, who was with him before? J.P. Fitzgerald. Jr. Yeah, he was there a long, long time. Yeah. Well, listen. Went back when he was playing good golf, yeah. Yeah. The guy saying, if this were Steve Williams, Stevie Williams or Big oh, G yeah. in the bag, that simply would not happen. For yeah, sure. You're oh, sure. Stevie Williams would have. Out of the corners, I seen that and grabbed that guy's hand before they even touched the bag. I was going to say, yeah, it, before it, it touched the bag, it would have been like, "Sorry, bro." Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they wouldn't have got close to the bag. Although, um, you know, you gotta you gotta think how good was security. I mean, security uh, around a grouping like that, security's got to be right there on top. Of I mean, the guys. Euro Tour events, like going to an LPGA tournament in America. I mean, there's not a field there. That that's a good point, Kip. <laughs> that's a good point, Kip. Yes, Kip. You're right. Have Absolutely you, right. Have you seen the field that's there? Yeah, it's this the sky, week. there's always a good feel because it's, it's, it's the, the week, week before, before the, yeah. the Open. Yeah. yeah, but this is what I'm I'm thinking. There was a situation at the PGA Championship where when Mickelson's yeah, going to up 18, true. it's an absolute free for all. Yeah. They're diving in the bunkers; yeah. they're all over the place. <laughs> Brooks Kepka's getting stuff trying to rip out oh, his bag. Oh my knee, my knee! <laughs> <laughs> but now you have a look at this, and all of a sudden, I, I don't know, heads will roll for that situation because as much as it's kind of amusing. What, what's stopping that guy to come in with a knife? Yeah, you need you yeah. need some serious security around, especially around some of those marquee groups where you know people may potentially want to make a scene. Yeah, yeah. It's seven o'clock in the morning in Scotland, you just never know what the uh, the natives have been uh, th- having for breakfast. That's true. That's so, true. Uh, next one, there was an eight hole playoff two weeks ago, and then a what a six hole playoff last week. Yes. Crazy. So Harris English uh, beat Kramer Hickok. Eight holes. I quite like a playoff. That was but, fun. That was really yeah. fun to watch. I oh, watched every two, minute of that. It was two hours, though. It went, I, I wished it, four holes, Max. I didn't want to see any more. Yeah. By the time they were going up the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, you're going. It's, it's fun to watch it go on that long, though. I mean, I, I like yeah. it. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, how else do you settle a golf tournament other than continuous playing holes? Yeah. Fight. I think the one Fight. last week was worse with uh, <laughs> Troy Merritt and uh, what was it, Cam... So it was Cam Davis. Cam Davis, yeah. He, that. he beat Troy Merritt and Joachim Phoenix. Oh, yeah. sorry. Joachim Neiman. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was at the Rocket Mortgage? That was, yeah, was that Rocket. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the Rocket. That's the one that we'll move on to him very shortly. But the previous one was the one that your boy uh, Streelman had won before. Oh, yeah. Well, in the, uh, yeah. I mean, in the Rocket, actually, is what? No, yeah, the John Deere's this week. Rocket Mortgage was the previous week, yeah. And I, <laughs> I called him to uh, win the tournament, and surprisingly, I don't know what's going on with him right now because he missed the cut. He missed the cut in that tournament. He, he started off real hot, and then he missed the cut in the John Deere, where he's had tremendous success as well. And you know, he missed those two cuts. And what, what happens a week ago? He got into the Open. He's into the Open. He's playing. He got there. He's playing in the British next week. So mm-hmm. hopefully, he can figure it out. I'm yeah. rooting for him hard. Well, the, 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 I think the Rocket Mortgage was the one that Bubba Watson was kind of leading. And then just... Yeah, and Ricky was also playing very well. Who? Ricky. Your boy. Ricky who? Your boy. Ricky. <laughs> your boy who's about to have a breakthrough. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that's coming. But Bubba Watson, watching him hit some of the worst golf shots you've ever seen. Yeah, it's it a beautiful thing. Three in the back nine, I think he just yeah. he went for a wee beautiful. cut and just sliced it. And yeah, Bad it was, things happen to bad people. Yeah, very true. <laughs> um, I tell you, that's what you're... Your father-in-law, Jim Atwell, <laughs> he sent me an email. Oh, did he? What did he oh, say? yeah, no, he just said it was wonderful to watch Watson fold like a cheap suit. That, so, a, that a boy, Jim. You're right. Um, it is. It is fun to watch him fold. The only thing that's better than watching him fold is watching 
Bryson DeChambeau for oh. There's nothing better than that. Oh yeah, we got to talk about the match too. Oh well, no, I will get we'll get to that. Okay, where that's what, on the agenda. I had another note written about the the, the first playoff, the eight holer. You had Nance and Faldo, and at one point you could hear Faldo eating because he's obviously <laughs> it's you know a long time. He obviously had gone like I don't know sixty five minutes without eating. Yeah, which is, is rare for him. <laughs> and they they were all over it. They were just oh, so for sure. oh, they were like those. Sh- I, I was talking to Marianne about yeah. that, and I was like, man, these announcers gotta hate this. Yeah, I hating mean, it. Yeah, they're like we're normally like, f- come on, man. I mean, in a strip club, you know, <laughs> within twenty minutes of the tournament being over, exactly, and, exactly. Uh, Jim Nance, him, and then it, it, it was more, it gave more chance for Ian Baker Finch. So, oh uh, God, yeah, I love in your there. Ian Baker. Accent. Start talking about families yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, there's uh, what was it? Um, the the Kramer one. There's Kramer Hickok's wife there. She's from <laughs> Finland. You know, <laughs> Melissa. And then, you know, just like, oh, dude, do you ever stop? Yeah, it's 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 awesome. Like, it's funny because he, you do a perfect accent. I he might, some people don't like it. Oh, I love it. They can suck it. Um, <laughs> Ian Baker Finch, he must have millions of friends on Facebook. Like, he I just knows all these people. But you know, He's, he knows everybody. Lovely people. And their kids and their dogs. The problem with the, the American style of commentary, and it, this really goes across the, all the, the sports, is someone needs to be talking at every moment. I mean, wouldn't it be nice just to watch the golf kind of speak for itself sometimes? Mm-hmm. Limited commentary, be like, you know, belter of a drive, mm-hmm. uh, tuck that one in there nice, and then just kind of let you soak in it a bit. Well, they're all, they're so, there's on course. They've always got a couple of people on course. The wee South African. Yeah. Uh, the lady, uh, Dr. Pepper. Uh, <laughs> Come on, daddy. Then you, get, then you get Nancy Boy, yeah. Aldo, uh, Ian Biker Finch from yeah. Australia. Yeah. And who else you got? You got Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. But what you, you all these. How much money is that going out in salaries? Oh, crazy, for, for, yeah. So they got to get their words in. They all have to feel as if they yeah, have to say sure. something. That's a big part of it. So we're we're predicting the bounce of the ball. We're 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 reading the putts. We're, you know, Ian Baker Finch is introducing family members <laughs> and doing genealogy. <laughs> and, you know, everyone feels as if they have to throw their tuppence worth in, and that's yeah. that's the problem because yeah. they're all probably making six to seven figures a year. Oh, yeah. yeah. And when you watch the European coverage, like it's it's so different. I mean, it's just it's just quick commentary, and they just you're watching golf, and it's yeah. kind of nice. And and that's it's the that's, only thing good about the European tour. <laughs> yes, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> the the other thing about that is I've had a big problem with the the hot mics as well, where we need to hear the conversations. Oh, I, between the caddies and the player, and between the the players and the player. Yeah, who cares? We're not really interested in that. All of it's just an obsession. It's, it's, it's a total and utter obsession with celebrity. And I think trying to do something with golf that it's not, and that's to make it cool. It's not really that cool, a sport. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of disagree. I think, I, I, I see your point, but I, I kind of like to hear that, that banter back and forth. Wouldn't you rather hear with that banter players. back and forth, though, than Ian Baker Finch make comments about genealogy? Yeah, exactly. I think they could do more of that and less of the actual commentary. Yeah, more of the I actually hearing that. the players, you know. Yeah, that's, Let's hear uh, them dissect it. Let's not hear these announcers dissect what they may or may not be trying to do. I mean, yeah. That's Kramer's wife there. She uh, <laughs> used to be a pole vaulter for Finland, and she's a pretty good player herself, you know. Do me a favor. <laughs> Next one, Bryson. DeChambeau is split up with his caddy. 
Oh man, yeah, a lot I mean, of people text me about that last week. It's they they crazy. had a split up before, right? Yeah, Tim Tucker has quit on him before. That's his name, Tim Tucker. Tim Tucker, yeah, he's okay. so he's quit on him. So that says a lot when you're when your caddy quits you, and well, he's and he's not like. You're taking a legitimate top five player in the world, and you're quitting him. Yeah, you're quitting millions of dollars. Yeah. So, now you understand why I really dislike him that much because I've I've been around him in that one tournament for three days. Four, yeah, it was three three full days with him, and I could tell he's just not that good of a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it boils down to. And I mean, you can you can grow up, you can change, but when you're at the end of the day, if you're not a good person, chances are that's not going to change. And yeah. he doesn't treat people kindly. He's not nice. And he wasn't nice to, nice to his caddy then. And obviously, he's just he's got that polarizing personality. And he's just not a good person. And Tim Tucker had enough of it. So it happened at the Rocket Mortgage, which they won by an arm and a leg last year. Yeah, which is crazy. You've won there the year before. You, yeah. you got, you got a, a top 10 player who hasn't been playing great lately. But the guy's certainly got potential to win everywhere. Certainly yeah. cash a big check. You're making a lot of money to walk away from that. That's saying something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but I, relationships I, sour. I mean, in in yeah. Well, I got so, a text from a guy I know called John Stroud, who was actually saw Bryson DeChambeau. I think he was, I don't know, maybe a volunteer or something. He said he was had a great experience with him. So it does. He is obviously a polarizing character. Well, you know, maybe this that passing by experience is okay. It seems the individuals, because I know he's done corporate outings, and people are like, it was unbearable to be around the guy. And he's getting paid, you know, a lot of money by some corporation to be friendly. Yeah. And he's unable to do that. Yeah. And mm. even when he is being friendly, you can tell he's faking it. You know, even even watching that match on the, on TV, you could tell like his his jokes. Even they didn't really hit the mark, and he was he was forcing the jokes, and they just it wasn't funny. Mm. I I did get a hold of Tim Tucker for a comment. Oh, you did of why he he quit, and he just he, he said two words for you, Big G. Uh, bell end. Oh, there you go. Yeah. He could win the, the bell I, end. I think I we'll talk about that later. But he's almost got to win it just for to to be that good and have that money making potential, and then having your caddy quit on you. I mean, that's bell end. Yeah, yeah bell end for sure. Is there any chat about why it happened? Just the guy's sick of it, or I mean, the yeah. coverage has been pretty sparse on it. Really, I mean, if you ask Bryson's camp, they're saying it was a mutual split. You know, it was yeah, but uh, everybody knows. He had enough. There was a somebody sent me a post on Instagram, and it was a, a picture of Tim Tucker lying in his gut, right behind Bryson <laughs> putting, and it said something along the lines of, "Find any other adult involved in golf in the world that would be willing to do this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some I of mean, the stuff. There's he made a lot of money with him. He made a lot of money with him, but. There comes a point where the money doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The money doesn't matter. I mean, at, at a certain point, you got to take your sanity over any amount of money somebody can pay you. And if somebody drives you that nuts, see you later. Would you, okay, Zob. You have the chance to carry his bag for two years, unfired, and you know you're taking in your winnings. Do you do it? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I love money. Yeah, you don't have that much. <laughs> Bryson, I love you, man. Yeah, you're the man. You're, you're I love good. you. I've always been a fan. If yeah. you listen to this podcast, I'm a big fan, and I think we could do well together. Oh, lie in my God. Have you ever been close enough to a player that that's kind of thing happened? I've never carried for someone long enough to be in that situation. You know, but. I wasn't going to discuss this on the podcast because it was kind of a sore subject for me, but this actually 
this this hit home for me recently with with Bryson Split and Tim Tucker. Granted, I wasn't making Tim Tucker money with this player, but this player I've been with for you know 10, 12 years and caddied for him from a young time. And you know, we've been through ups and downs. He's had minor successes in amateur events and he's qualified for for good things, but you know, he's again a very polarizing character and gets very angry and some of the behavior over the years has just been insanity to say the least and at a certain point is enough is enough is enough and i have never walked off a job in my caddy career in 18 years and i walked off a job halfway through what was the straw that broke the camel's back it you know it was i, I wouldn't even call it a straw that broke the camel's back it was the same shit a different day and i yeah i I have talked to this this guy numerous times about about this behavior on the golf course, and I said, "Look, I I don't want to do this anymore. I don't care how much money I'm getting paid. I don't want to do this anymore. If you don't want to be out here and you and 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 you're going to behave the way you do, I don't want to do it." And I called him the night before this tournament, and I said, "Look, I'm 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 all in here. I'm here for you. I'll come up and do this. Let let's do it." And I got there, and things were off to somewhat of a rocky start, but he got it together. He's even par through four or five holes and then kind of lost, lost a few drives and hit a few bad shots and he just lost his mind. And, you know, I'm a grown man. I don't need to see that behavior on a golf course. And I said, look, I don't want to see this. And he's like, well, maybe you shouldn't be here. And I said, okay, see you later. And I walked off the golf course and I loved the kid like a little brother, but at, at a certain point, relationships, especially caddy player relationships, sour. And that, that to me, I mean, you can only deal with so much. He's like my little brother. He is. He is. <laughs> I mean, Zabo, like, you're like, like the most patient man in the world. It's like Big Tony and Zabo, like the most patient so daddy's ever. That's telling you something. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, telling me a lot. And, you know, he's he's a good kid, and I think I think he he could get it together. But as far as the the caddy player relationship, at a certain point, see you later. I can't do it anymore. I'll be we, your friend, but at a certain point. We call, we call you the poor man's Tim Tucker. Yeah, I am. I am the poor man's Tim Tucker. Yeah. When, when that happened with, with, with Tim and Bryson, I was like, I get it. Yeah. I get it, Tim. I mean, at a certain point, you can't take it anymore. Even if, even if he, and, and this player wasn't directing anger at me, it was all himself. But even that, you know, at, at a certain point, I'm not going to deal with that anymore. And I think, I think that may have been the case with Tim Tucker and Bryson. I mean, it might not have been directed at Tim, but at a certain point, Tim's like, I don't need this. I have a wee pal that still carries in the European Tour, and he told me that, that he sacked a player two weeks before the Masters. The good player was in the Masters, and he said, And he, you, and yeah. he, he said, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I so, get it. That's his side of the story, but you know, he might be lying. Yeah. Maybe he true. just get fired. He is a caddy. Uh, okay. <laughs> next next thing. Next thing, lads. Pine Valley, which is the number one ranked golf course in mm -hmm. America. Yeah. And potentially the world. They're now admitting women members. Uh three Dude. of them just get in. Yeah, didn't uh, Annika got in. Annika Sorenstam. A Megan Stasi. That's an unfortunate name. Uh Stasi with the uh the east, uh, the sorry, the secret place in uh, East Germany before the the wall yeah, came yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. The Stasi, Megan Stasi, and Sarah Ingram. Sarah Ingram, where do I know that name? Yeah, that's um, well. Not sure. Who knows? But two, those those two women were um, amateur champions 
of some sort. And uh, so, yeah, three three lady members are getting into Pine it's, Valley. It's a big step. It's a big step for them because women weren't allowed to play other than Sundays after two o'clock before. That was the deal. Like even even guests. So it was Sundays after two o'clock. Well, I feel as if they folded. Um, I think that's a club's a club. You choose, you pick the rules, and you know, I'm sure they'll be very well accepted <laughs> by the membership. All <laughs> yeah, three of yeah, them. <laughs> yeah. That's well, it'll go over well with a with a good percentage of them. Uh, but yeah, a lot of yeah, them. Yeah, the people are that. traditionalists. To finish off our talking points from professional golf lads. Oh, actually, no. There's two things. It was uh this Nelly Corda. That, Oh, yeah. Talking about women's golf, she, she's a sister, and she's just gone to the world's number one. Huh. Killing it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm kept, kept to the, I, I'm the, like, the quarter sister. The mullet. I mean, Jessica Nelly, and then their brother, who's a, who's a top 50 tennis player in the world. Yeah, no. No kept, clue. Kepin is like, no Really? Clue. No That's idea. Not, oh, man, you got to look up the Jessica Corda and her uh, boyfriend story. You, you okay. know that really? one? No. Huh. You don't know that one? No, what happened? No, tell, so her boyfriend... I mean, she's a pretty attractive, tall, blonde golfer, and her boyfriend got caught in Florida, of all places, probably with Tommy Gaines. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Tuglas. Yeah, yeah, exactly, doing the same thing. Yeah, oh, soliciting. Did. Yeah. Oh, oh, I can't wait to hear. Listen, Ian Baker Finch worked that one out. Yeah, <laughs> his Jessica and yeah. her, her lovely boyfriend, who yeah, you know. <laughs> he just got caught. Tommy Tuglas in it. Uh, last talking point, lads. Angel Cabrera, uh, former U.S. Masters champion, uh, U.S. Open champion, on hell and U.S. Open. Uh, in the clink, in in the clink for two years, for two years. Oh, but you know what? When he gets out, he'll still be able to play in the Masters because well, he's yeah. former champion. There might be a, there might be a question about that actually, but yeah, yeah, he he would reported last year that he had been extradited from Brazil uh, because he was facing allegations of uh, assault um, yeah. with with ex wives and girlfriends in Argentina. That happens. Imagine what a South American prison is like. It's not good. You think, I mean, you think he's going to be tuning up a short game much in there? No. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's yeah. Angel. That's one. crazy. I mean, that's just crazy. Unheard of. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. You know, the guys won the Masters. I know. And, and the Open. And usually individuals with that much clout. I mean, he's a, a, a hero in his country and he's beloved by, by millions of people. And he's got all the money in the world. He couldn't buy himself out of that one. He, yeah. he must have did something awful. Yeah. Bending over Cosby to pick up both. the soap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Bill Cosby's, Cosby's out. Yeah. He got out as well. Uh, one goes in, one comes out. <laughs> so, excellent. Boys, that was the, the pro golf talking points. We'll now move on to a few mailbag questions from our listeners and the bell end of the week and our notable mentions. Do you want to start off with mailbag questions or the bell end of the week? You choose. You being Kip or me? Either of you. First one. Uh, Doesn't bell the bell end, end bell wrap end. it up? Okay. Well, we're going to be in that bell end. We're starting, okay. So nominations for the bell end of the week. Bill Cosby. Okay. Well. Angel Cabrera. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. And then Bryson. Gotta well, give it to Bryson, yeah. I, you yeah. gotta nominate Bryson, but let's, yeah. we can discuss it. He's a right. perennial. The nominations are on the floor of discussion. Yeah, Bill Cosby. Um, sometimes mixed up with Bing Crosby. That's not one you want to get mixed up with. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Angel Cabrera. And then Bryson DeChambeau. Well, who, who as this like? is a golf theme podcast, I think we gotta... I, I personally would give it to Bryson to ha- to Done. be that good and win that much money and still have your caddy quit on you. God, your your caddy sacked you. 
Well, I think a caddy player relationship breaking up or getting put in a South American prison for two years (laughs) for for beating the living shit out of your wife, I think we all have to hang that one on on hell. Sometimes no, no, Tim Tucker might want want to be in the South American prison over caddying for Bryson. Like I'll take the prison, man. Bryson is hell. That's, I think there's got to be a lot of evidence on you to be putting him away for two years. So yeah, I, 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 I gotta kind of go with uh, with Kipper there. All right, well it's two to one. Let's give it to Hell, yeah, but we're gonna Angel. see him in the Masters in three years. Yeah, well <laughs> here on on the questions, we got a, a big Mike from New Jersey. Big hey, Mike, New Jersey. What's that, Mike? Do you think Angel Cabrera will play? And the Masters ever again, is there a precedence? Well, they're going to, Augusta's never run into this issue. Are they going to adopt a no felons, <laughs> no felons policy? I mean, yeah. he's a previous champion. The All way previous they keep champions are invited. That squeaky squeaky clean image that. You mean, um, you mean squeaky clean? Squeaky clean. Whatever I said. <laughs> you know, that image Augusta has, they would never, ever, ever. Let that man come you on the think? ground. Well, he'll be at the dinner for sure, though. I mean, if they don't let him play in the tournament, I mean, never par three in the dinner, maybe. I well he'll burn his if, coat. If you look at the way that it's going with the female members getting into Pine Valley, that's going to be a tough one for the PR department at Augusta. They're probably already working on that because two years he probably does a year, so yeah, he, yeah, he could I mean, be there for twenty twenty three. Is it a problem that most people from Michigan have with speech? Uh, yeah, yeah. Using your words? Because remember, Kweeki Skleen, remember? You try to say charcuterie and you say This is, I think, even a more fair. Do they even let him play on the senior tour anymore? Well, they got plenty of women beaters out there. I mean, have you seen that tour? prerequisite. Have you caddied? Have you you've caddied in the first tee? Have you met yeah. some of those guys? Yeah, well, he's, he's he'll be no welcomed com- out there. Convicted fellow. Well, Jim Thorpe's convicted. Yeah, felon. absolutely. And he's back around. Yeah, maybe they'll let him back. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. I think he will be in the Masters. I think he will. Two years. Next question. John Day. Oh, this was the Rory thing. Uh, what would you guys have done? Yeah, I think we covered it. I yeah. would have grabbed a golf club and mm-hmm. said, "Kip and I." proper caddies you would never have got the golf club in the yeah. first place you know so uh next question this is from ed de chicago okay i'm playing in a local amateur tournament next month i played the course a few years ago as a 20 plus handicap now i'm a 12 what's the best way for me to caddy for myself mentally um and that was a question that came in on instagram from ed wow so tough one. mentally well, forget everything you did a couple of years ago because you were a 20, and that's a big jump, a 20 to a 12. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if, well, he says 20 plus, so that could be 20. Wow. So, how did he say he played it numerous times? He but, just said he played it a few years ago. He didn't go down. That yeah, that kind of be the question. You know, how many times have you played this course? And yeah. That give you a, a lot of, you know, ideas of how to prepare to a course mentally. Your game has changed significantly, though. If you're if you're a 20 plus handicap, you probably weren't hitting many greens and regulations. Now you're hitting a few as a 12. I mean, so yeah, your your game plans probably changed. You're probably hitting it a little further, probably straighter, different clubs off different tees. I mean, maybe trying to eliminate one side of the golf course depending on which side it is for for the design. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the the, the old cliche one hole and one shot at a time, and this exactly. one Ed. That's exactly. it. And That's don't get ahead of yourself. 
Yeah. Don't worry about your score. Just hit one shot at a time. I was carrying for this guy called Warren from LA on Monday. And we're going up the 13th hole. He hasn't hit his second shot yet. I said, what's wrong with you? You could see that he was yeah. physically not slightly distressed. Like Angle Cabrera probably is right now. <laughs> and he says, oh, I'm, I'm just already thinking about 14. It's just, it's awful. I said, <laughs> this guy's got my number. I was like, dude. Yeah. You gotta finish the thirteenth hole. Like yeah. let's hit just concentrate on the next shot. And sure enough, he just yeah. chopped it up fourteen. And it was already in his head. So yep. you already yep. predetermined it. I mean. Be positive and hit one shot at a time, Ed. Uh last question. This is from an Alan Patrick from Miami in Florida. Is there any player that you would ca- you would never caddy for on the tour? Regardless of how much money. So that's obviously pertaining to the I'd probably say I probably got two, three. Cameron Tringali. <laughs> really? Yeah. That is hilarious because he, he was in him. my group and he was in my group this past year in the AT and T and he oh. was I thought he was funny and a nice guy. He threw so a flag it, stick at me. He threw a flag stick at Kip and then he probably he, had it coming, didn't he? I mean No, uh, no he was not. frustrated really? with my the guy I was caddying for, so he just, t- just he took it out on you. Yeah, and he he was like picking on me. Yeah, it was really? honestly like because yeah, my that's not right. I mean, like because we're in second to last place, and my guy uh, he teed up. Like I'm out two like, inches ahead of the, the two marker. inches ahead of the markers. We're in last place. Yeah, it doesn't. And matter. then he he uh like I'm off on the side. I'm not like right on side the tee box because there's not a lot of room on this hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want the the pros to have the room and your amateurs have the room. And he comes up to me, and goes. Do you know it's your job? Do you know what your job is? It's your job to make sure they're behind the team markers. It's your job. <laughs> then three holes later, something the- fires a flag at me. I'm just like, wow. I'm not to take this shit from you. That's that's the same. That's the same round. So he gets chewed out by Tringali on three. Then his player chews him out in number four. He's 130 yards and hits everything low. It doesn't ever get above three three feet. So. He hits a high. He hits hybrids. Everyone's yeah, a hybrid. Yeah, of course. So he fires this, or as, as Kippen would say, fires this this uh, hybrid, <laughs> and it's low. Yeah, you're talking PGA Tour greens. Goes off the back, and what did he say to you? Oh God! He goes, "You need to start to focus on your numbers." <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, "You landed five yards short of the green, and you went over it. Where do you want me to land you? you know, Fifty yards back in the fairway?" Yes. Yes. This is one. I love those guys. I love those guys. Yeah. This is 140 yards. I want your first bounce at 90, and then it's going to roll out another 50. Okay. So I love those guys. That was too much, Club. Dude, you hit the front edge of the green. I mean, come on. I was. I was one of the. I think we mentioned it last year. That was one of my favorite three days ever. Watching Kip get get abused. Uh, well, well, it was both of us. Both were of us are getting abused. Oh, really? Oh, but I'd I'd I thought you know the first practice round and I was just kept hating myself going, why, why, why have you wasted so much money in your life and you have to do this tournament? And then I look at the, sh- the, the pairings and I go all the way to the back, the end, where the second to last group and then I see his player's name and my player's name oh, next to no. each and I called him. I said, I can't believe it. This is wonderful. At least it's one day. He says, oh no, it's all three days. I didn't realise we were paired so we had three days. We could drive to work together, drive home and just have therapy. What, what was, tournament was it? Was AT&T. This, oh, it was AT&T. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, There's nothing worse than a bad AT&T loop. Oh, 
That was that was funny. But Tringali, the, basically. Uh, th- was, this, the... was that the guy that uh, I used to caddy for that you were caddy for? Yeah. Oh, you got to witness that too? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, he brought his kid out onto the golf course. He's walking yeah, around him. with a bag yeah. of chips, flipping them around, like running in players' lines. <laughs> yeah. That's running, in the re- running in the greens. You're running yeah. running in the greens. I, I, go to, I go to Gordon. I said, imagine this guy who's a big exec at one of the big tech companies. Oh, yeah. I brought my kid over there. He was doing a moonwalk across the boardroom <laughs> table as they're closing a deal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like for the, for the listeners, this actually happened. My player's son, three or four years old, it's not the kid's fault, right? Yeah. He allows him inside the ropes at a PGA Tour event. Now, it's, it's, a, it's a pro-am, so there's two ducks in the group, mm-hmm. but there's two guys playing for their living and this, yeah, what, what, in what's, one player, no, no. to- he's in the top 10 at that moment. Yeah, he was in the top 10. And what's, it, what's was the it, thing you do? You, you, it wasn't Tringali, though, right? Uh, it was in it the was. top 10. It was Tringali. Oh, it was Tringali, yeah. yeah. Man, he was playing well and he was still being, yeah. being the, wow. Yeah. So what did, what did my player do? If you're, if you're going to allow your son inside the ropes and run around, Give him a bag of Doritos. <laughs> yeah, let him crinkle those. Aye, and, and the kid's hands are too small to open them. Of course. So he's just ru- he's running around the 17th green, crunching, crystalline. It was, uh, was beggar's belief. That's epic. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was such a great week. <laughs> yeah, that's um, awesome. Okay, that's, that's wonderful. Thank you for your questions. If you have any questions, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and just search for Glorified Donkey. Otherwise, you can email them podcast at glorifieddonkey.com now we're going to finish off and move on to our notable mentions i will rip off early guy called mulligans and hackers on instagram he was uh, the one that first al- uh, alerted me to the bryson d chambeau thing another instagram guy is a david lee he's a new listener and uh, he's thoroughly enjoying the podcast on twitter there's a zach oxman he's from sacktown that's uh nice. Northern california uh, sacramento he local listener yeah, he went up to Bandon Dunes and uh, found the podcast and he absolutely loves it. Oh, so cool. thank you, Zach, for, for your uh, support. Uh, we have uh, Joe Kearney, and he's from Fort Myers in Florida. A uh, big shout out to him. I also want all the guys I carried for, English Alex, Paul Lane, uh, Luke Harlan, and then um, Dick Pounds. Dick Pounds. And uh, and Eric. Now, Eric actually, he's a lawyer betrayed, but I, I did say I'd mention his brewing company. He's got two brewing companies. Um, you want to check out goodpeoplebrewing.com. And they are in Alabama. They sell in Georgia, Florida, and Tennessee. So he's working some stuff that they can then sell all over the country. Connor Little in Texas. He was a guy that was in my group a few weeks back. And uh, he's little by name. Not by nature. Yeah, Big go. lad. And then well, one last, oh, two last things, actually, that I want to I want to throw out there. Bob, who had the heart attack. Oh, yeah. How's he doing? So Bob from Michigan, that was the Saturday. Uh, three, on the Monday, he had the triple heart bypass. Yeah. And the 10 days later, he was out of hospital. Mm-hmm. He had to stay in the area for just shy of three weeks. Dang. So triple heart bypass, total heart attack. He's now back in Michigan. He was here with his wife, Laurie, came out. Yeah. And I took them for an ice cream last Wednesday. No way. Cool. So I guess they're looking for him to gain size or strength. So he's allowed to eat anything he wants. So we we had some uh, Sundays, which was fantastic. That's awesome. And I have to say an apology to, I mentioned the cardiologist. Yeah. I call him Steve Davis. His name was actually Scott Davis. So I'd put it my phone wrongly. 
Gotcha. And I was wondering why he kept on replying with his name at the bottom <laughs> and didn't catch on that it was actually he was saying thanks, Scott. Yeah. yeah so yeah. <laughs> but he he definitely wants to do an episode with us just talking about awesome. Um you know, that things like that that can happen in the golf course. Uh, boys, notable mentions? I just want to say hello to the Nashville boys if they're listening. Gordon oh, yes. and I had yes. the time of our life for two days. When you go to work and you're looking forward to it because you're in great company. Chris, Roman uh fernando and caesar yeah it was grand that was bueno <laughs> bueno i gotta shout out my uh my good buddy dr mike weiss i'm sorry about that putter years and years ago <laughs> i mean if you want some money i'll send you some money i mean i, I and we were it was new in our relationship i didn't really know you that well so i didn't own up to it but i did it and uh yeah so if you want some money i'll be happy to send you some money and also to those hacks in north kingstown uh-huh. municipal golf course who were better golfers than i that day oh wonderful Shout out to you wonderful well listen lads thank you very much for for uh, coming on this week kepna it was a pleasure zabo Thanks. thank you very much thank you uh there'll be a lot more stories coming i think big tony's back we need to finish off bad caddy part yeah, three yeah let's bring tony back yeah he's he's up in uh, oregon this oh, this nice. week on holiday playing a, or i was gonna say playing some golf chopping it around I want to be At here best. for caddy complaints. Caddy complaints, okay. You know what? That might be the time that we actually have four or five caddies in the room to mm-hmm. enjoy caddy complaints. <laughs> I'll yes. share a mic. I'll do anything I want because I want to hear these. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not going to throw out official complaints. But, but, but no, 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 no. I, I, dude, I got plenty in the repertoire from players that have actually caddied for. So I, <laughs> I think we all have those. Like, oh, the caddy I had yesterday. Let me tell you what he did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. well. We'll we'll make some we'll make some good stuff up. We'll plenty of content there, so we'll work on something. But uh, yeah, make sure and go back if you're a new listener. You can check out previous episodes in the the database. Uh, as I said, podcast at glorifieddonkey.com for any questions or comments. I want to thank you all for your continued support. Please feel free to rate, review, and share the podcast if you enjoy it. But until the next time, go out there, enjoy your golf. But more importantly. Keep it humble.